Welcome to the Amazing Grace Podcast show with Tamala Coleman. We pray that you will be inspired, blessed, and encouraged by what you hear weekly as you tune into Amazing Grace on the Faith Broadcast. Now your host, Tamala Coleman. for tuning in to Amazing Grace with Pamela Coleman right here on Faith Broadcast. All praises to God for this is the day that the Lord has made and we shall, I said we shall rejoice and be glad in it. And I pray that you all have had an awesome and great day as well. If you're just tuning in to Amazing Grace, I want you to know that this show is about encouraging inspiring through testimonies, relationships, and most importantly, the love of God. I am so excited to bring on special guests to speak about their trials, their struggles, their deliverance, and their breakthroughs, and informative topics. I am truly honored to bring shows that will change, inspire, and motivate you each and every week. Well, tonight, listeners, I tell you, I am so excited to have my guests with me on this evening. I tell you, in such a time that what we're going through with this pandemic and all the things that the the unknown things that we are facing, I tell you, this man of God, this man has really been creative. And I'm so excited to announce my guest for the evening, who is also a published author of the book or ebook, How to Defeat the Icky, Filthy, Creepy, Slimy Corona Monster. Wow. And it's on ebook. I tell you, it's a rhyming book at that that's fitting for children. And I'm so super duper excited to announce my guest for the evening. Allow me to introduce Mr. Robert F. DeFenis. How are you doing this afternoon, Mr. DeFenis? I am doing exceptional. That is one of the best introductions <laughs> I think I've ever had. Thank you so and, much. <laughs> and you know what? I get it all the time. But, you know, I just like to just show off my guests because I'm so excited to have you with me. And I know you just have a great, great vision and the story that you're going to share with us. And I love your passion that you have for children. And we're going to be talking a little bit about your book as well as um, mental well-being and mental health as well. So just tell us a little bit about who you are. So I am a, uh, I'm an educator. I think you said it best. Uh, I definitely have a passion <laughs> for children and empowering children to take some type of action. And this book that we're going to talk about tonight, that it, it, it does exactly that. It gives children the opportunity to take action in times that, you know, just aren't so great right now. And it provides yeah. them with some opportunity to, you know, to do things that I think are very important to keeping them and their families very safe. Yes, and I tell you, it is so detrimental even right now, the very importance of our children 
understanding what we're facing, you know, because it, sometimes it can cause anxiety among children because they're seeing all these things and they're experiencing things that their parents may be experiencing a little bit. You might just a touch of it. And, you know, you just don't know what goes to children's heads and their minds, you know, and the imaginations that children have, you know, you just can't imagine what they may be experiencing in their head about this this pandemic and and what the corona um, the coronavirus is really doing in our communities and in our world globally. So just share with us a little bit without sharing a whole lot about your book, because we do want people to purchase it and read it um, for our children. But just share a little bit about this book. And I love the title. Oh my goodness, uh, this is wow. This is wow. <laughs> so just share a little bit about your book as well, a little bit of what it really talks about, a little bit about what it talks about. Absolutely. So I think you, you, know, you said it again, the importance of drilling down on mental health and well-being. We have to mm-hmm. assume that parents and adults, we see that they're going through so much, so much yeah. they're losing jobs family members are getting sick, there's no real clear um, destination or end to some of these things because we keep reading and hearing that, you know, this could, you know, this could be prolonged for an indefinite amount of time. And if if we see that this is happening to adults, we have to make the assumption, it's a safe assumption, that children are feeling the same level of anxiety and fear. They're seeing it in the home. They're seeing it through their parents. And we have to provide them some opportunities, like I said, to be empowered, but also to take action and feel like they are contributing. I think that is what helps them get through it is that they're not being told that, well, you, you can't do anything. There's, there's not much you can do. There's a lot that children can do, and they want to help. So that's how the, that's how the story actually took shape is that my own children – they were looking for answers. And as a parent, we want to provide them the opportunity and answers. And I felt, I almost felt a little bit powerless in the early stages of the pandemic because I couldn't answer certain questions. My son was asking, when are we going to go back to school? When are we going to see grandpa? When are we going to be able to see my cousins? And I, I can't answer that. I couldn't answer that. So I felt almost powerless to be able to provide children, my children, an opportunity to know that there was an end. So then I I thought to myself, how can we provide a resource and a tool? And it came came about in the funniest of ways. You know, my son, we were teasing my my little one, my four-year-old daughter, and we were saying, you know, the corona monster is going to get you if you don't wash your hands and cover your cough. And it kind of, you know, out of jest and you know, just playing around, the story kind of took shape. And, you know, mm-hmm. I put some things to stanza and some illustrations together. And, you know, I, I, I've said it a million times so far since I've written this, that my kids are my biggest critics. And I knew once right. they loved <laughs> Yeah, right? I mean, they're the ones that are mm-hmm. going to say, Dad, that's, you know, that's, that's pretty good, or that's not really that good. <laughs> and <laughs> they fell in love with the book. And I felt like I didn't want the story to stop there. I wanted to be able to give this to others that were in the same type of space. So that's basically how it started, and it has taken off. I couldn't be more, you know, I couldn't be more happier that this book is, is getting in the hands of so many. And while it is for sale, I've also made this free 
on a lot of different platforms because I don't want the message um, to stop just with people who can can afford the ebook or have the ability. I want children, all children across the globe, to be able to experience and talk and have a platform. And the cool thing now is we are starting to see tons of different activity books, resources, read alouds from all different types of creatives. And I think that that's fantastic. I think that's exactly what we need in this time. Awesome. And I tell you, it's, it's amazing because, you know, our kids are looking for answers. You know, they're looking for answers. And like you said before, and as parents, we don't always have those answers. Um, and this is a great way to kind of put it in a, in a, in a, a reading form as well as allow our kids to also um, feel comfortable in what's going on, yet they can also be creative. You know, you can show them how to be creative, and then it can continue as a domino effect. And so I am so, I'm so happy for you, and, and the, I know it's truly going to be, I'm, I can't, I'm just knowing that it's going to blow up even more than what you're stating um, because even right now at a time such as this, a lot of people are looking for ways to share with their children, parents, that don't have, really, they don't have the answers. We don't know how long this is going to last. We don't know, you know, if, you know, the things that, are, that your, our children are seeing, you know, they're like questioning, well, why is this happening? Why is, why is mom and dad acting like this? Why, why are they working from home now? Why are we, work, why are we at school at home? <laughs> you know, Absolutely. all these different changes, you know, that we're having to experience. And, and you know, honestly, it, it's hitting our, our adults. We don't even know the answers. We don't know even how to even deal sometimes. But, you know, sometimes, you know, like you said, I love when you said your children are your best critics, your worst critics. <laughs> so they can kind of give you some little insight on what other kids are, are facing or what they're questioning. Because, you know, kids talk. They're, they're probably talking with one another. And, you know, we just have to continue to share with them and let them know the, what they need to do as to take a part in also assuring that the, the ease of the pandemic is, is going to be healing and it's going to, you know, eventually move out. But I do want to ask you this as well. When you began to, to really think about writing this, the e-book or the book uh, about the corona monster, what was really going through your mind like, oh, my goodness, th- this is really going on right now, how am I coping with it? Have you in any kind of way that that even promoted you to do this? I think for myself, um, when things are, I think, in flux or we're not sure of, you know, our next steps and mm-hmm. maybe there's we're feeling some type of stress or anxiety, me personally, I like to be active. I like to keep mm-hmm. moving forward, pushing forward looking to God to help me to create additional space that I can make an impact. So I know for myself that's very soothing is to keep, keep my goals intact, figure out the benchmarks on how to, you know, achieve the different things that I want to achieve. And interestingly, I was already working on two projects, two books that we can talk about uh, that are going to be, you know, they're, they're for down the road, but, I was working on those, and I kind of put them to the side after this kind of popped in my head because I knew that this project needed to take precedent. It had to happen quickly because the answers and the things that we're searching for in the, in the current moment. And so 
you know, my two projects got shelved. This took over. I, I'll tell you, I worked very feverishly for about a week to put the illustrations together, to put the stanza together, to make it available very quickly because, you know, I didn't know. Is this going to, is this going to be a week? Is it going to be a month? Are we going to be indoors for six months? And I just wanted parents and educators to have an immediate resource. So how I tackle my own level of stress or uncertainty is to keep busy, to keep going, have faith, know that the end is eventually going to be in sight. I personally believe that regardless of how long your, you know, the pandemic lasts and how long we're going to be inside, eventually things will, you know, things will kind of shape out and we'll be able to move forward. But it's, it's, it's a nice vehicle to be in to be able to deliver new things and be creative and, and work through things. And I just love the fact, I mean, I, I'm always inspired by people who are creating a difference, making a difference, uh, contributing to the bigger picture. And that's why there are so many authors and so many artists and musicians and, like I said, the creative minds that are now starting to give their gifts to everyone, and you see it online, you see it in social media, and it's fantastic because I think it helps. It contributes to the bigger picture. Yes, and and as you were speaking, I was thinking about even not j- just for now, even with what we're going through right now, it's, even it, years from now, years from now, people will be telling their children about this, <laughs> you know, children, their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren. And this is a book that will be there for the children to kind of, their parents to to really purchase for their children and read it to their grandchildren. This is what, what was going on during it. You have really, really, Mr. DeFenis, you have really created something that I do believe in my spirit that's going to be a long-lasting um, book for not for generations to come, and that's that you are to be commended for that and for the vision because whenever God gives us a vision, he also provides provision. And so this is going to go on for generations. I just feel it in my spirit. And I tell you, I, I love your passion, um, even as an educator um, and what you're doing for our children, not just just the children that you you may be teaching, even your children in your household. You know, this is going to be something they're going to say, well, my father wrote this book, <laughs> and this is going to be something that they're going to be able to tell their children. That, that, is, just, that is just an awesome and amazing um, gift that you're giving to the world. Um, so I am so pleased with and I'm so excited about what you're doing and how God is working in and through you. So before we um, actually go into your future projects and things that you may be doing accomplishing later, share with us just a little bit of, uh, of encouraging words that you might want to help our listeners, even children that may be listening, to understand the importance um, of what we're going through and the underlying issues they may be facing. Share some inspirational words with us this evening. Well, one of my one of my philosophies, and I in the the letter to you know the acknowledgement letter uh, from the author in this book is that I believe truly you know we refer to we, we throw around the word superheroes all the time, mm-hmm. and you know we throw it around, and I think it somewhat lost its meaning. But we also learned during this with all types of people that have stepped up to 
help people during this pandemic, we've also redefined what a true superhero is. And I think one group of superheroes that are the most important are children. And I say this all the time. I say children are little superheroes in training. They're just trying Mm -hmm. to figure out what their super ability is to earn their cape. And I think that's the message I want to send is that they all have the ability to do something during this time. And I use three simple things in the book. I don't get into a lot of science and I don't get into a lot of hearsay. I get into three, three things. Wash your hands. It's just that's what we should be doing. We should be instructing yeah. our children how to successfully wash their hands and keep good hygiene. Cover your cough. When there's people around you, you don't know what, what, you know what they might be exposed to or any type of health issues that they may have. So cover your cough and your sneeze. And the third one I think is important, and it's very new to children, which is social distance. Just keeping a little bit of space during the times of uncertainty. We don't know. We're, we're still learning about the coronavirus. So social yeah. distance isn't a bad thing, and hopefully – when this subsides, we'll, we'll be able to hug and shake hands and, and do the things that make and connect humans together. And so I don't think that I went too deep into this book at all. I just kept it very light. Like I said, I wrote it in stanza and rhyme. And the reason I did that is because I think children also can remember it. It's something you can hum or you can repeat back. It's easy to remember to do these things. So I'm hoping my message is, that every child is a superhero in training and they are searching for their way to contribute and become a true superhero themselves. Wow. How awesome is that? How awesome is that? Oh my goodness. This is such a great topic. And I just thank God for you, Mrs. Defenders and what you're doing. And I pray that you will continue to follow through on everything that you're doing for the kids and for education of the kids, basically. Um, and it's not only just for the kids, it's for the adults too, because <laughs> we can be children ourselves sometimes. Um, and we don't quite understand social distancing either, but it is such amazing what you're doing. And I thank you for your passion. So to share with us, I know you have a couple of books um, that you're in projects you may be working on. If you can just kind of give us a little bit uh, nugget about what's coming forward for the future and then um, give us some social media outlets that, and also how our listeners can purchase your book, an ebook. Yeah, so I have two books that will be out, one at the end of this year. No, I should say, actually, the goal is that it will be end of September, end of uh, summer, early fall. And that book is called Lady P's First Day. And generally, it was originally about, and I've been working on it for the last year, uh, my daughter, she's now five. She'll be entering kindergarten this year. So it's a very exciting time for us as we're preparing her for this next uh, you know, phase of her, of her education. And I, you know, I've been struggling a little bit with it because now the original thought and the words that I put and the, the illustrations that I did, they may have to change because in the fall, school will look possibly a little bit different going in. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm struggling a little bit with do I stay true to the original story or do I craft it a little differently because for this next group of kindergartners or those entering school, actually for everyone going back to school mm-hmm. in the fall, 
you know, K through college, it's going to look a little different. So this might be a good resource to introduce some of the newer things that are going to happen. So I'm hoping that will be out and available uh, to my audience late summer, early fall. And the other project is near and dear to my heart. It is a four-part series called Dexter and Dalton Play. And they are two best friends. And what they do is they try new sports. They try baseball. They try basketball. They try soccer. Uh, they try hockey. They try new things. And out of trying something new comes opportunities and challenges, like anything that we try new or anytime we change and do something different. So that will be out next year, hopefully early spring, just in time for hopefully the baseball season. And it will give children, parents, an opportunity to introduce two new characters that are trying something different for the first time. And they have been in the works. Those two books have been in the works for some time. Uh, but like I told you, this project that I just currently finished, that took precedent. That, that needed to happen. The messaging needed to happen right away. So I'm excited. I just actually started to get back into the writing and doing some drafts and working on some illustration with those two projects. And I'm very excited to get them into the hands of families. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I tell you, creativity just keep on flowing through you. <laughs> it keeps flowing through you. And I thank you so very much, Mr. Robert DeSantis, for what you're doing. And I pray that God will continue to bless it and continue to reach the masses. Thank you so very much for being my special guest on this evening. Wow. Listeners, I tell you, you all have heard it right here on Amazing Grace with my awesome, amazing guest, Mr. Robert F. DeSantis. He is really moving Oh, my, I tell you, I'm, I'm just like in awe right now. But I tell you, go out and purchase this ebook, The Icky, Filthy, Creepy, Slimy Corona Monster. Get it for your children. I'm going to purchase it from, from, from a few kids myself. I'm just going to go and just try to get an ebook and have them to go ahead and read it. And I pray that you all would do the same as well. Thank you so very much again, Mr. DeSemus for being my special guest this evening. Thank you all so much for tuning in once again to Amazing Grace with Tamla Coleman right here on Faith Broadcast. As I always say on this show, don't just count your blessings, but be the blessing you want others to see. Until next time, everyone have a good night and God bless.